global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. This update's brought to you by Interactive Brokers and CME Group. If you're looking for global futures contracts with low trading costs, look no further. Interactive Brokers is the industry leader. Learn more at interactivebrokers.com slash CME Group. U.S. stock index futures are higher. They did a trim a rally as European Central Bank President Mario Draghi said he doesn't anticipate more rate cuts, though risk to the euro area growth outlook remain to the downside. He, we do check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. At S&P, E-mini futures still up 9.5 points. Dow E-mini futures up 67. And NASDAQ E-mini futures up 26. The DAX in Germany is up 1%. Ten-year Treasury down 9.30 seconds. The yield 1.90%. NYMEX crude oil down 2 tenths percent, or 9 cents, to 38.20 a barrel. COMEX gold is up 3 tenths percent, or $3.70, to 12.61 an ounce. And the euro now at $1.1041. The yen 113.79. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen Mosca, thank you very much. Well, here's where we are. The European Central Bank today cutting all three of its rates, the main refinance rate to zero, the deposit rate to negative 40 basis points. They increased QE by 20 billion euros a month, and they announced a new program of loans to banks, essentially letting banks borrow money for free, or the ECB may actually pay them to take money to try to lend it out. Since uh, we've been gone, Mario Draghi's been taking more questions. He says the ECB expects substantially easier financing conditions because of this. There are very strong synergies, Draghi says, between all parts of synergies. the package. Synergies. And interestingly, he says that uh, there was no uh, no real argument against taking the actions. Uh, he notes that uh, the voting rotation had no impact on the discussions. Jens Weidmann from the Hawkish Bundesbank was not a voter this time, but mm-hmm. Draghi says the overwhelming majority were in favor of the decisions. Today's outcome, he says, dispels doubts about their willingness to act. It has been a most interesting day. Nice summary, Michael. Olivia Blanchard with us, and now Jakob Fels of PIMCO. Jakob Fels, when you look at this historical moment, I go back to Olivier Blanchard and the courage he had to say we must reflate and reflate now. 4% was the operative number. We are miles from that. Is there still an appropriate now or immediate future to reflating? Can Mario Draghi affect what Olivier Blanchard tried to suggest four and five years ago? Well, at least he's trying his best. Um, I think the power of monetary policy to reflate is obviously limited. There are all kinds of headwinds, uh, falling inflation expectations, um, a very difficult global environment. Uh, And I think what we need eventually is support from fiscal policy. So I think Mario Draghi is doing the best he can, and he made a, a big step today. But in the end, if we really want to see successful reflation over the next few years, we need more support from governments, from fiscal policy. There are some encouraging signs on that front. Uh, Fiscal policy for the first time in many years is now becoming supportive in the U.S., in Japan, and also in Europe. But I think more should be done. Well, uh, all central bankers seem to feel that way, but we're not getting there. So I wonder, uh, Mario said today, they can go lower if they need to, but how much lower can they go? In other words, has he's thrown the kitchen sink at it. Does he have much more left? 
Well, I think central bankers are slightly moving away from the idea that they will push interest rates ever more negative. I think the reaction, the negative, the adverse reaction of bank stocks and equity markets and markets more broadly to the Bank of Japan announcement of negative interest rates, I think it has led to some rethinking. So the focus, and we see this in today's decision, the focus is now, again, much more on credit easing, supporting the banks, and also, importantly, venturing into buying private sector assets. So this was a big step from the ECB today, uh, announcing that they buy corporate bonds. Are they going to compete with PIMCO, with Scott Mather's corporate desk, to buy corporate paper in Europe? When you want to buy a Siemens piece, are you going to compete with Frankfurt? Well, I think they will compete with private investors, yes. My expectation would be that they won't buy huge amounts. I think this is not so much about quantity. It's more about sending a signal that they are willing to buy private sector assets, and I just view it as a first step. If needed, eventually, if, if more is needed, I think eventually the ECB could even venture into buying equities. And so I, I just view this announcement of buying corporate bonds as one step in that direction. You can do much bigger quantities on equities than you can do on corporate bonds. Uh, question raised about that, though, and, and uh, Mario Draghi says there will be a committee that will decide which corporate bonds to buy. More details will be announced later this afternoon in Frankfurt. But um, is there a risk that credit allocation becomes the ECB's job? Yeah, I think... I. You can put it this way. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a risk. I think if you go back in history, in the old days, in the really old days, central banks were lending to the private sector. They were discounting trade bills. Um, so this is just going back to the roots where the central banks also lend to the private sector. And part of the reason for this is that the banks, for various reasons, are not really doing it. What will this do? To the currency, I, and you know, I, I and others call it the litmus paper of the system. Does this reaffirm not a, the drama of a currency war? Does it reaffirm stronger dollar, weaker everything else? I'm not so sure about this. I think we have opened a new chapter. So this is not so much today's move was not so much about pushing the currency lower. And I think the FX market got the message. We had a reversal. Initially, the euro weakened, but now it is stronger on the day. And I think this is because the market understands that the ECB's focus is now on credit easing. It is on supporting the banks. It's on supporting the corporate sector, the private sector. And so you could argue that this is actually euro supportive. So, so in a way, I think we're now in a new environment where it's no longer about currency wars. This is much more about focusing on easing domestic monetary conditions. Jochen Pels from PIMCO, thank you for joining us today on this day when the ECB has, it's, uh, in the words of, I didn't say this, in the words of many people, thrown the kitchen sink at the economy in Europe, Tom. Is this fun? This Olivia is Blanchard, fun. Brendan Brown, Jochen Fels, that's pretty good. Stay with us, Bloomberg Surveillance. We're counting you down to the opening bell brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today.